Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janowski, also known as Victor Crumb. And you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. Paging Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. I want to be a Hermione. I don't need a Ron Weasley. Yeah. Wow. What do we yep. think? I love that. What do we think? I loved it. That's one of your best. That's equal to all of your other ones. Exactly the same quality. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to um, episode 88 of Paging Mr. Potter, um, one of the best Harry Potter podcasts going around and the only one where uh, we read one singular page of Harry Potter every single week. Um, my name's Andrew. With me is, as always, is Reedan. Hello. Nathan. What's up, bitches? <laughs> and this week we have a special guest. Reedan, do you want to do the honours? Sure. Uh, yes, our very first guest on the pod. We've never, due to what uh, laziness, um, not believing anyone would actually want to come on, <laughs> lack of um, friends, lack of friends, <laughs> lack of contacts, <laughs> lack of contacts. <laughs> we've never had a guest on the pod. Eighty-eight weeks we've been doing this, almost two <laughs> That's years. Crazy. Um, you probably know him from the Hamish and Andy podcast, or the Christian O'Connell show, or. I mean, you might know him from Jackie Road Studios, less likely than the other ones, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. But still, you might, you might know him from there. It is the lovely, amazing Jack Post. All right. Thank you, Reardon, for bringing me in. A couple of things. First, it looked like you were reading off a little like laptop or something there about what I was on. I, I work with you. You couldn't remember the two shows I do? Was I know I, this. I know this. Was I saying that right? Christian O'Connell? <laughs> and the other thing is, I don't know about Reardon. I'm, I'm used to calling Reardon Rio, and Reardon doesn't really sit well with me Rio yeah I'm, a, That's I'm interesting. a bit like Batman I have multiple names depending on my context yeah by using <laughs> just half of your real name no one will ever guess that Rio and Reardon are the same person <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very smart and I think it's maybe let's get into this now mm. part of the strategy of the podcast for us has been to separate it as much from our no, not to identify with it in any way, shape or form, like with our real selves, because Definitely. this is like our, our dirty little secret. Yeah, that's my experience of uh, it as well, Rio, having you never explain it, never talk about the podcast. <laughs> when I bring it up and tell other people that you have a podcast, you like hang your head almost in shame <laughs> absolutely I, that i can vouch for that that's absolutely my experience as well not a single soul that i know is aware of the fact that i have this podcast i would be ashamed if anyone found out um but we are you know 88 pages in almost two years of doing this which is mental um well nathan didn't you like have to like sit down your girlfriend and like explain to her and confess to her essentially come out of the closet that you had this podcast <laughs> oh. oh that was one of the hardest things i've ever had to do i felt like i betrayed her yeah. Yeah. that's oh. what you were doing every every week in there for an hour you said you were gambling <laughs> Is this? i wish i was uh Oh. If only you were a meth addict, but instead you have this Harry Potter podcast. Uh, well, guys, shameful, shameful I feel existence. very privileged that you at least told me about it, let alone having me on the podcast. So thank you for having me. Oh, it's our absolute pleasure. And we are just completely baffled that you would agree to come on to this and, and very honoured. So I, I know this is a... a uh, what's the opposite to like a watershed moment in your career? <laughs> whatever, whatever that is, that, this is what this a, is. A Watergate moment where you get impeached. <laughs> this is the Watergate moment of my career. <laughs> well, I feel privileged to be here for that. <laughs> and apologies that I don't know. I, I have not read Harry Potter for a very, very long time. Respect. That's awesome. I actually read... This is how long ago I read Harry Potter. When I first started Harry Potter... And I told a friend of mine that I was reading it. He said, oh, you up to the part where he's a wizard yet? And I actually didn't know he became a wizard. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what? What did you think it was about? I didn't know. I just uh, a friend recommended it to me, and then I went back to primary school and I said, "Yeah, mum." Well, actually, how it happened is my mum was reading to me and my brother. That's how young I was. Each yeah. each night before we went to bed, she would read a chapter, and he said, "Oh, are you up to the part where he's found out he's a wizard yet?" And I said, so- "He's a wizard." <laughs> <laughs> so you just thought it was a book all about drills and the sort of the drilling industry because Vernon obviously the first half of you know the 40 pages we've read or whatever is all about the kind of drilling contracts that Vernon's involved with some of the high powered yeah, business and just a sad boy who lives under the stairs That's I thought it was more about book. I thought it was more about just a boy who lived under the stairs <laughs> Also interesting but yeah well it took us so fucking long to get to him being a wizard it took us like almost oh, a year before there was anything like <laughs> vaguely magical. So people who have never read or watched Harry Potter and just listened to your podcast for the story, it would have taken them even longer than it took me to find out he was a wizard. Oh, yeah. Like months and months of their lives with no idea. And one of our, our but- rules on the pot is no skipping ahead. So uh, it would have come as a big shock to them when Hagrid stormed through the door and explained to Harry that he was a wizard. <laughs> that must have been some day for the podcast. It was huge. <laughs> And then I haven't, the other thing is I haven't even got to the end. So I never finished all the books or never watched all the films. Well, the good news with that is um, if we get to the end of the book in the podcast, it'll take about 800 years or something. So you've got a bit of time. Um, You may beat us. Um, But is that, is the fact that you haven't finished it, is that because I've heard you're not a huge fan of Harry as a character? I, no, that's true. I, I don't. Harry annoyed me because he was just automatically good at everything. Like, oh, I've never seen any of this world before. What's that? I'm the best at flying on the broom and the best at the sport you're, yep. you call Quidditch. <laughs> Whoops. Totally. <laughs> He's not very likely. I think we're, yeah, I think we're peas in a pod, man, because we, we are not fans of Harry either so far. I think I speak for all of us. Absolutely. Um, he hasn't really done anything... Kind of for different reasons Because he hasn't really done anything too impressive yet But he's just very surly um, As we said before, you know, Vernon spent a lot of time at the drill factory Trying to put, you know, food on the table <laughs> It sounds like everyone's Give Vernon me- fans here Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> We love Vernon It's an alternate take But we do, we do like Vernon And, you know, they took this kid in Who, um, you know, they didn't ask to become his parents um, I guess the other thing we don't like about Harry is He doesn't appear to be the sharpest tool in the shed um, He's a fucking idiot he's been a- He's a real dumbass, <laughs> honestly. Like, he was doing all this magic before he found out he was a wizard. He was just doing magic by accident. And, and his reaction was always just like, oh, that's, that's a bit weird. At one point, <laughs> at one point, he's being chased by some bullies at his school. And then he somehow ends up on the roof of a building. And he goes, oh, I, I guess it was a bit windy. No, never yeah, click. No. Literally, that's in the book. Yeah, that's literally in the book. So he's he's pretty lucky then that he fell into Hogwarts and became good at all their stuff like magic and Quidditch. Because if he was just going by like life, through life as a normal boy, he would have been an idiot. One hundred percent. Absolutely. He's no Dudley. He was not going to amount to much, in my opinion. No, and he's um, insufferable. And I think. This page is where we learn more about Hermione and Ron that they're completely insufferable. But Harry, there's there's no redeeming features about him as a character. Like, especially so far, he's just grumpy and like a whingy little teenager and like nothing's ever yeah. good enough. And and he's like, this is the person we're supposed to like put all our faith in. He like leaves with Hagrid storms the house down, like mutilates his like stepbrother or whatever. And then he's just and like... he idolises Hagrid. He I mean, he's, he's almost... <laughs> He's, he's a terrible judge of character. He's obsessed with Hagrid. Hagrid appears to be some alcoholic psycho who's been banned from doing magic, but he's fucking his hero now. So I think there's a lot of issues with this guy, but we'll have to read on, obviously. Yes, because none of us have skipped I, ahead, of course. We'll say some of our negativity towards poor Harry might be due to the fact that we have, let's not forget, been reading one page each week for 88 weeks. Yeah, it's been pretty brutal. It's so... Oh, my gosh. Man, you, is Do you guys slow. think you're going slower than real time? Like, do you think... It feels like that. So, Harry's life from a, where the book starts to where he is now on the train... Is it taking you longer than what's actually elapsed in the book? <laughs> well, like just by way of example, right? We 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 know that this page we get off the Hogwarts Express, right? Now we've been on the Hogwarts Express since May. Early right? May, yeah. He's been early on the May. train yeah. since early May. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's not how long that trip took in real life. So it's definitely slower. We were still in first lockdown in early May. A- AFL or NRL seasons were like a month away from starting. And we've that's been crazy. on this fucking train and nothing happens. And that's another thing with this shitty podcast we do is that we keep hoping. We're like, oh, finally, when we get to the train, like it'll get good. Finally, when Harry becomes a <laughs> nah. wizard, it'll get good. It never gets good. It's <laughs> always <laughs> just... When we get to Hogwarts, it is going to get good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Nothing to suggest that. Um, I guess the other thing we should probably just uh, mention before we start going through the page is that this is actually the second time that we've done this page. So last week we recorded we recorded a full episode and then it was so bad and and for you know for regular for all the potophiles out there that listen to this every week. Also by the way Jack we call our fans potophiles. Yeah, I heard that. Um, that I love that. <laughs> all our potophile fans out there um, know that you know our quality is not good. We've put out some Terrible episodes. One episode, it was just me. I just <laughs> read the page out, and that was it. Oh, I think and one it- of the three list- episodes I've listened to was titled "This is the worst episode. Don't start <laughs> here. Don't listen to this." <laughs> yeah, and it was just one of you. That's brutal. I'm actually a bit ashamed now that you've listened to that. But um, it's such a but- it's a such clickbait though. When you're flicking through the titles, it's all caps, and it says "Don't listen to this episode." <laughs> oh no, we didn't. Think but we were that. being literal anyway. Uh, but it must Actually be. Don't to it must be so surreal for all the potophiles out there who week in week out like listen to this garbage, and then they see a message <laughs> on Instagram stories being like, "Guys, sorry, this this podcast is is really bad. We're not releasing it." And they're like, "What the fuck have you been doing every week this other week? It's been complete shit, and you put it out like what? What, what suddenly get spurred this change of heart? What difference would it have made? The bar is usually so low. Like, how did you get under that low bar? <laughs> It's, it's in a way kind of impressive because it really was awful. And I stand by that decision. I think it was not, you know, ready for public consumption. You should put it up as like a Patreon behind a paywall episode. <laughs> Fuck, imagine paying for that. What an insult. That's awful. Um, well, the moral of Harry Potter, as far as I can tell, is um, everyone deserves a second chance. <laughs> So, <laughs> sure. with that in mind, let's uh, try our luck once more at page 88. Yes, let, oh, let's get into it. Um, yeah, the good thing is I don't remember a single thing from it, so that's good. It will be like a fresh <laughs> reading. And Jack, have, have you read the page? No, and, and thank you for sending me. You sent me an illegal PDF so I could get up to speed, <laughs> but it wouldn't work. It wouldn't open on my devices. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> that's all very on brand um, for the podcast. All right, so this will be because of Nathan's seamless editing. Um, no one would have noticed, but we just experienced what we call on the podcast a major malfunction. <laughs> Actually, Nathan, can you add in a little malfunction noise or something? That'll be it. Actually, you know, before we get onto the before we get onto the page, because we we do try and put that off as much as we can on this pod. Um, <laughs> well, we don't like reading it. Jack, I heard that you had your own little major malfunction uh, not too long ago. Is that correct? On your uh, own podcast? I've had many, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> guess, I'll, I'll guess on this occasion you're talking about the most famous one that I had because I actually got in the news, like in the proper news for not recording an interview with Amy Shark. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You crazy. got ratted out by the Daily Mail. So what actually happened there? You just literally didn't hit record. Yep, got to the end. So say, I don't know how long this goes for. Like we, I think we chatted for 45 minutes and then I was like, all right, that's good. Just I'm um, going to... Sa-. And then as I'm saying it to her, like, I'm going to save the episode. I realized that I'd never pressed record on oh, in the first no, place. Man. Well, but Raiden, just, there's hope for you yet. I know. <laughs> I, I incredibly have never done that. I've My thing has um, completely fucked up halfway through and we've lost... A multiple podcasts but I've never I've, I don't know how I've never actually forgotten to hit record because that's something that's very in my wheelhouse of things that I would yeah. do well in it's my brand opinion, if you can take the weakest parts of your podcast such as you know major technical difficulties and turn it into a strength like this hilarious game called major malfunction where we actually get the <laughs> listeners to write in and say what went wrong I mean that's the mark of a great podcast <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot that that's the same. How do you yeah, play so the game? You have to write in and guess what went wrong this <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, if you'd like to guess what a what mental, what a mental game. <laughs> How do 
How do people write in? Do they write in via DMs on Instagram or is I'm it, glad you, got an you email asked. Um, yes, the Instagram <laughs> is probably the best place to reach us. That's paging Mr. Potter. Uh, unsurprisingly, it's the only one. So yeah. <laughs> please give us a follow. We do have an email address, but honestly, I don't know what it is. So just hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> you should give All away right. prizes for people who get into the email inbox. Yeah, I think we have one person that writes there, and I haven't checked it in months, so there's probably a lot of correspondence. It's actually not too unlike Hagrid trying to get the letters to Harry Potter before he's a wizard. It's yes, actually exactly the joke. fucking same. Every time I log in, I feel like Harry dancing around with all those letters falling all over him. Anyway, um, let's get on to the page. Yes, and Jack, it's, it's great to see you getting the hang of the podcast, which is talk about something completely irrelevant to Harry Potter, and then right at the end, shoehorn it in sort of very haphazardly with a sort of offhand reference to Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so that when You're someone's doing an audit of the podcast, is this really about Harry Potter? Oh, no, there it was. <laughs> it's all there above the- board. It's all above board. <laughs> all right. We've been putting it off for as long as possible. Um, let's get to page 88. And this is just... Our, I really hate this part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I just looked at the first few sentences and I'm already so bored. Um, okay, so at the end of page 87, um, we are on the Hogwarts Express, as we've discussed. We've been there for a very long time. Harry um, and what fucking Ron got into a, <laughs> a skirmish with Crab and Goyle, the shittest named characters. Um, the rat bit his finger and that's the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was the first ever um, crab versus rat battle in the wild, or the first documented one at least. Yes. I've never seen that on Edinburgh. You'd better hurry up and put your robes on. I've just been up to the front to ask the conductor, and he says we're nearly there. You haven't been fighting, have you? You'll be in trouble before you even get there. That annoying voice is, I assume, the voice of one Hermione Granger. Scabbers has been fighting, not us, said Ron, scowling back at her. Would you mind leaving while we change? Then she still, she sort of shoots back at him. I just came back here um, because people were behaving very childishly. By the way, you've got dirt on your nose. So, like, we were talking about how annoying Harry is earlier. And then Ron, as far as we know so far, just bitches and moans and sulks. I haven't seen him say anything positive for this whole train ride. And then now we've got Hermione, who's just constantly sort of nagging and a know-it-all. And this is the trio that we're going to have to sort of put up with for the next Learn to was love. It, 60 years of our lives. Something like that. Do you think it's a British thing? Like, is it British teenagers who are all like emotional and moody like that? Or is it just wizards? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this would appeal to... Uh... United States audiences, if this had to be changed drastically. I mean, we've noticed a lot of things seem to be quite different in the movies. I mean, for one, um, they're pretty interesting and good. Um, (laughs) That was a major departure. (laughs) It's not really true to the text, so... (laughs) The other, the other crazy thing about Ron is again, I think, I think him and Harry are actually meant to be together because he's also not a super clever dude. He, they establish, you know, back in May, we established that Harry is not from a wizarding family, doesn't know anything about magic. All of this is new to him, and literally every single thing Ron says, he'll just be like. Oh, so who's your favourite Quidditch player? And Harry's like, yeah, I, I don't know what that is, man. And he's like, you don't know about Quidditch? And then it's like the next thing. Well, you don't know about Birdie Beetle Beans or whatever. He just doesn't quite, doesn't quite get it that he doesn't know any of it. This also could have been such an interesting train ride. Like they're on a fucking magic train to magic school and nothing happens. They just eat lollies and then yeah. argue with two people like so many things could have happened. so many fantastical supernatural magical things could have happened where in harry's first sort of steps into the magical world and literally nothing good has happened but let's read on a voice echoed through the train we will be reaching hogwarts in five minutes time please leave your luggage on the train it will be taken to the school separately so i don't want to jinx it but Five minutes in Harry Potter book time could be another three months for us, but it seems like we are actually getting close to getting to Hogwarts. Harry's stomach lurched with nerves and Ron looked pale under his freckled. They crammed their pockets with the last of the sweets and joined the crowd thronging the corridor. Now, I don't think thronging is a word. (laughs) Isn't it? It might be. Thronging. Throng is is definitely a word. I've never heard it used as a verb like that, thronging. 
Let me look it up. Can we Thronging. do it? Because JK has form in um, doing terrible sentences with words that aren't used correctly. And maybe even more interestingly, our illegal PDF version of the text often, like, we get typos in it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Really? That also makes it difficult. It's hard to decipher where the issue lies, yeah. whether it's JK or the, or the dodgy thing. See, what other podcasts would go word for word through Harry Potter? Not just page for page, but we're going through each word just in case. <laughs> and I guess if someone accused her of using a word that wasn't a word, she could go like, ah, oh, it's a magic word. And yeah, they use it at Hogwarts. Hundred <laughs> percent. They they say throngingly all the time at Hogwarts. So <laughs> carry on. Well, thronging turns out to be a real world, a, a real word in oh. the real world. So there you go. Fuck. So use that. That's one for the potophiles. Everyone out there, you can start using thronging um, as much as you like. Hey, it's maybe real. that can be our Dumbledore for the week. <laughs> sure, that's the Dumbledore the for the week. Thronging. Please use the word thronging. Expand your, your vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge is power, potophiles. <laughs> The train slowed down and finally stopped. Uh, they pushed their way onto the dark platform and we hear a terrifying, familiar voice. First years, first years over here. All right there, Ari. And Hagrid's big, hairy face beamed over the sea of heads. So isn't that a nice image to get uh, as you finally arrive at Hogwarts? Come on, follow me. Any more first years? Mind your step now. First years, follow me. So we are actually, guys, finally... Finally, mercifully, uh, getting to Hogwarts. We're at the final paragraph here. Slipping and stumbling, they followed Hagrid down what seemed to be a steep, narrow path. It was so dark on either side of them that Harry thought there must be thick trees there. Nobody spoke much. And the final sentence, Neville, the boy who kept losing his toad, sniffed once or twice. Oh, (laughs) Another completely (laughs) fucking useless detail which doesn't progress Neville's character or the story in any direction. That's incredible world building. I don't know what you're talking about. That paints such an image of Neville. I know so much more about him. He's just sniffled, was it once or twice? We don't know. We don't know. The jury's still out. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what I loved more on that page, Neville sniffing once or possibly twice or even um, them being told to leave their luggage on the train because... Um, that will be transported to the <laughs> castle for them. <laughs> I mean, possibly by magic. So. Is it possible you guys have with the um, with the bootleg version of the PDF that there's less words to a page? Because it doesn't seem like there was a lot of content in there. Or do you skip I large think that's chunks? Definitely the case, to be honest. <laughs> Dude, this is what happens on each page, man. Like, we all have this image of Harry Potter being so exciting, all this stuff happening, mostly from the movies. Like, when they go to Diagon Alley, we remember all this crazy stuff happening. Honestly, Jack, we went to Diagon Alley. All that happened, he went to the bank, and he, and then he had a chat with Draco Malfoy, and then he, and that was it. That was all it was. He went to the bank. It was the most boring thing. Doesn't he get his wand though, or does that happen on this on the other oh, end of the train? God, yeah, oh, actually, no, you're but right. That is terrifying from that creepy pedophile, not yeah. potophile, or potophile and a pedophile. Um, he Mr. is Ollivander. a potophile, but he's also an alleged pedophile. <laughs> yeah, so, Mister Ollivander, he's on a few lists. I mean, you got to go back and listen to those pods if you <laughs> don't know what we're talking about. They were awful, really, really yeah. awful. Yeah, to be um, honest, being on the train has been a lot better than being uh, being in that wand shop. That horrible one shot. <laughs> sorry, my phone is getting warm. Am I have I frozen? Uh oh, he's reading frozen. Yeah, just had a. We had our uh, second major malfunction for the pod. <laughs> um, very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. That's two in half an hour if you're playing along at home. <laughs> phone got too hot. Uh, internet connection shut down. Couldn't get onto <laughs> Wi-Fi or 4G. Uh, but came back like magic. Um, <laughs> just like magic. Just Fantastic. like magic. Um, Your resilience is the real magic. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything either. So, guys, does that finish off the page for this week? Or, Jack, did you have any specific thoughts? I mean, we Who, certainly didn't like it, but maybe as something of an outsider, you I don't know, it's all fresh and new to you. I, I would say that there's definitely action on that page. They got, they were on the train, then they got off the train, and we yep. saw one of our favourite characters, Hagrid, again. Did Hagrid was Hagrid on the train, or was he already at HQ and then just came to see them off the train? Not clear. I at believe all. he was. I think he was already at Hogwarts. That's my understanding. But I could be wrong, but we haven't seen him on the train. So, and you, I feel like you would side him because he's a large lad. So, great to see Hagrid again. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure Harry's very excited. As we said before, he does idolise the man. Uh, I think um, that's all my questions about that page. I think you're right. That is the most boring part of the pod. <laughs> Dude, and honestly, that's one of the that's one of the better pages. That is one of the more exciting ones. We had one. One of the pages was literally just a list of books that Harry needed to get. Oh, that's right. The textbook list page. <laughs> they weren't interesting either. No, you couldn't have um, fun with it. There was just textbooks he needed. Yeah, not cool. Anyway, um... So, Nathan, I've heard that you have a game this week. Is that correct? Yes. Well, one way that we like to flesh out sort of 30, 40 minutes of pod uh, from these very scant pages where nothing happens (laughs) is we go pretty mental and we do some very (laughs) stupid games. And I thought I'd bring back one of our older ones this week um, since we do have Jack on the pod. Now, long-time listeners will remember this one, surely. I mean, who could forget... Um, we do run, run, run. <laughs> we, do, so, we do run, run. Yeah, we do indeed, Andrew. Use we its full name, please. I'll add the jingle. Weasley. Um, how to explain this game? Well, <laughs> anyone who's read Harry Potter or watched the movies will know Harry's got a friend called Ron. That's basic. Well, we're going right back to the start. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing about Ron is he's always getting himself into these sticky situations. And is so, <laughs> Not really. So um, to just try and get him to pull his bloody head in, sometimes we like to call him uh, names. So <laughs> this is mental. So for instance, if Ron's like... Going off eating heaps of dairy, we'd call him Ron Cheesley. Um, oh, if yeah, he's caught good, a cold, <laughs> we call him Ron Sneasley. So how we play this game is I'm going to give you a situation that Ron's found himself in, and you need to guess what name rhyming rhyming with Ron Weasley okay. we call him. Do we buzz in or just yell out, or do we have, take turns to answer? Well, how do you guys want to do this? I'm thinking maybe Jack. <laughs> You're assuming we've reading. thought about that. Uh, yeah, I think we we just do a one on one. I reckon, otherwise it's yeah. too messy. <clears throat> All right. Well, just as a practice, if I said um, Ron, when Ron is being very polite, I know. Ron, so yeah, just, just shout, just it, shout out. it out. Oh, okay. Ron, pleasely. Exactly. He gets it. He's it's got very it. Good. And of course, as usual, all the potophiles at home, please play along, keep your score, send them in. We'd love to hear from you. We want to hear how you've done. If you can send us a video of you playing along at home, we'd love that as well. well we'll post it in full. Yeah, which people um, have done in the past. That's yeah. actually happened, yeah. Twice. Twice. We, po- we posted like an eight-minute video on our Instagram of somebody just saying, uh, run freezely. <laughs> The video is even worse because all you hear is the person's voice. Like you don't hear much of the podcast because they've got their headphones in. So you just it hear really him is, occasionally saying, it's the, Ron Pleasley. It's the kind of thing you might see in a courtroom drama where a serial killer is, you know, taking the stand and this is presented as evidence of their sort of psychosis. Anyway, let's play. Yeah, people aren't thronging over to the Instagram page today. Oh, very good. All right. Well, is everyone ready? Ridden ready? Ready. Jack, ready? Ready. All right. Question one. When Ron was a leg joint. Ron Neasley. Correct. Very good. (laughs) When you have to pay to use Ron's services, he charges... uh... Ron Feasley. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. One, one. When Ron was the secretary on uh, the US version of The Office. Ron Ron Beasley. (laughs) (laughs) That's well done. Um, Can someone put the kettle on? I feel like drinking some Ron. Ron Teasley. Gosh, gosh, they're going blow for blow. This could not be any tighter. Um, Number five. When Ron was a soft cow's milk cheese. Ron Breezley. Yeah. Oh, well done. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well done, Rita. Uh, when Ron was in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ron Fleasley. Oh, <laughs> fuck. That's good. <laughs> I was going to say Ron Anthony Kedersley. But I, well, think- I also would have accepted um, Jeron Frischanteesley. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, number seven. Sticking on the musical theme. <clears throat> 
Sir Paul McCartney whispered these words of wisdom to Ron. I've got oh, it. Oh, Ron, Ron, let it Beasley. <laughs> Ron, oh, oh, just Ron, let it. Yeah, Ron, Ron let, That's Ron, let very it Beasley. Good. You could have given me <laughs> 10 years to get that and I wouldn't have got that. That's that's very similar to in the first iteration of the game when we when Ron was the opposition leader of um of the Australian government and yeah. uh, of the Australian <laughs> like twenty you know, years Australia. ago. Ron yeah, Kim Beasley. Ron Beasley, obviously. Ron yeah. Kim Beasley, of course. This is a great so, game. Um what about when Ron had asthma? Ron Weasley, Ron, like he's yep, wheezing. Just Ron <laughs> Weasley. <laughs> Name doesn't really have to change for that one. Uh when Ron joined the circus. And he was flying around up there. Ron Trapeasley. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Has anyone been keeping score? I think we're uh, about even, eh? Yeah, I think, I think I'll keep score. I probably could have been. I'm not doing anything else. Let's call it six all. <laughs> um, okay, now this one's a bit political. When the United States invaded Iraq, they claimed they were looking for... Ron WM Deasley's. <laughs> that's it. Now that's well just well done. done. <laughs> it doesn't get much more abstract than that. What about um, when Ron starred on a TV sitcom called Faulty Towers? And I think he was in Monty Python. <laughs> oh, Ron John Har- Cleasley. Yeah. Ron John. Ron John Cleasley. Ron John. <laughs> Sounds like a pirate. <laughs> all right. So we're all tied up. Yep, and I was hoping this would happen because I've got a very special lightning scar round. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one's worth fifty points in the win, and it's a "Who am I?" So I'm gonna just keep giving you facts until yep. you feel like you can guess. This is like a real then, golden um, snitch situation where, for some reason, this thing is worth way more than any of the others. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, that's another thing I had about Harry Potter. It sounds like you've already talked about it, but the snitch was just so stupid. Dude, you are 100% correct. And maybe a bit later in the pod, I can read to you the actual tweet that JK had about, um, about Quidditch. But I don't want to get sidetracked, so please, go on, Nathan. All right. Well, this is for the win, so hands on the buzzers. Uh, who am I? I was born on the 22nd of September, 1953, Lee. <laughs> Any guesses so far? No? Okay. They've just uh, had a birthday. Australian television and radio presenter, actress, and singer. Been in the industry for more than 50 years, and I'm in the Logie Hall of Fame. Oh. So, uh, during the 80s, I performed as a singer and released a self titled album. Uh, from 96 to 98, I hosted daytime variety show Midday. So. Is it, is it, is it Ron Kerry Ann Kennett? Okay, what's her name? Carrie-Anne <laughs> Kennelly-Leasley? Be careful here. <laughs> is that your final Ken- answer? My my final answer is Ron Carrie-Anne Kennelly-Leasley. It is Ron Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. insanely Recount. <laughs> That's not even close. Ron Carrie-Anne Kennelly-Leasley. Ron Carrie-Anne Kennelly-Leasley. <laughs> She's not even that famous. How did you get that? <laughs> to be fair, though, I remember in the first time we did this, one of the answers was Ron St. Francis of Vesey And I don't even know who that is. It was someone from the Bible. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Well done, Jack. Bravo. I didn't even have to get into... In 2016, when she spoke out in support of Sonia Kruger for suggesting a ban on Muslims, <laughs> I didn't get to October 2019. She suggested uh, oh, climate didn't change get to protesters be run over. I mean, <laughs> and you got it in one, so very well done. Um, please send in your scores if you are listening still. I'm sure most people probably uh, chose not to. Um <laughs> So just uh, just to um, as I mentioned before, you know, obviously a lot of people have criticised um, Quidditch as a sport as making no sense or whatever. So somebody tweeted the scoring system of Quidditch makes zero sense, and then tagged J.K. Rowling. And then as J.K. Rowling is sort of want to do, she she obviously responded directly to that, and she goes, "It makes total sense. There's glamour in chasing an elusive lucky break, but teamwork and persistence can still win the day." Everyone's vulnerable to blows of fate and obstructive people, and success means rising above them. Quidditch is the human condition. You're welcome. No, it's not. It, it, would, so. it would be actually interesting. Think of 
what are I think you guys are rugby league fans, but in AFL or basketball or anything, if if you're down by so much, but you could hit like a half court shot to get 150 <laughs> points, or in <laughs> like AFL, if you can kick it and balance it on top of the goalpost or something, <laughs> you, you get the instant win. <laughs> <laughs> I would you love to have won me round. That would be awesome. <laughs> it would be... But that's the thing is though, like, why does she have to defend it as though it's some like virtuous trait? Like, you can just be like, she should just say, yeah, but how fucking sick is it that you just have to catch this snitch and you win? Like, that's all you have to say. Yeah, she sort of said at this person, hey, it's fucking sick, man. How sick would it be to fucking <laughs> just grab the snitch, dude? The, the weird anyway. thing was how long Quidditch kept going as well. Didn't it keep... Wasn't it infinite game until you caught the snitch? Something like so that. So they could play for days on end? That was the original oh test cricket, right, as well. Test cricket, there was no time limit. It was really? just literally until both teams were bowled out. And so it could, in theory, go for, like, months. I don't think it ever did, I, but in theory it could. I don't think that's right, Jack. <laughs> no, no, I think he's right. I've I think the game... <laughs> I thought my memory of Quidditch was that it was it, that it could just keep going and going. But then I mean, why, I don't know who to back you, but I'm pretty sure Jack's the right. Stuff that's not the snitch. If you just wait until the snitch is caught, could you still get points for that? So you, you still, can still get, get more points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so say if you get... got, say if you got, is the is the snitch 150? <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you, Jack. I have asking, no fucking idea. Say, say it's 150, right? So you, if you get um, 170 points of normal Quidditch Quidditch goals. Quaffles, maybe. Could yeah. Be a quaffle. If you quaffle that <laughs> many points, then. Yeah, that is still a stupid sport because then the other team wouldn't want to catch the snitch. Yeah. Exactly. Bite, bite. Human condition. So, I don't know. That's the human condition. There is I, that. I think it's infinite. Rio, do your homework on that. I don't, I, I don't think they have a siren, a final siren. No, I'm pretty sure you're right. How does that work practically as well? With because all the students have to go and watch it, so they just have to they, sit there for they could miss months days on end. Education. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. Well, anyway, God knows sure we're not going to look up the answer on this podcast. So if you want to find the answer to that, you have to do your own yeah, research. Right. Send it uh, into no the reading podcast. ahead. I forgot. I forgot about no reading ahead. <laughs> no reading ahead. <laughs> I'm sure if Potify will write in with that. Andrew, um, you've been very excited about... You've been talking about a video all week. I know you've finally got an outlet to talk about it on the podcast. Do you want to get into that now? Sure. So, yes, there, there has been a fair bit going on this week um, in, in U.S. politics, which I'm quite interested in U.S. politics. And I guess it's been a, a suspicion of mine for a little while that the, the, the American po- parties are being run by, um, you know, wizards and witches, right? So they're run by magical entities. And this is something that we've explored in the past with, you know, we've we've shown, we've had irrefutable proof that, for example, John Howard is a wizard. Yeah. Um, that's something we've discussed at length. Um, but and wait, was he, for people who who didn't hear that episode, was he a wizard or just a normal human? Big human-y? time, big time. Wow. Now, look, I don't remember any of our evidence, but I I, he definitely it. was. I remember it being compelling. <laughs> I think I think at one point we said we saw him fly past on a broomstick and that was kind of the, the final argument. That was That's the nail damning. in the coffin. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> there he goes. Oh, there he goes again. You can't hey, prove he definitely didn't. So um, irrefutable evidence. So, Andrew, go on. So anyway, as I say, I've, I've kind of always thought that there, there might be a sort of some magic at play in the American system, um, and and sort of a lot of the uh, the the kind of divide between Republicans and Democrats seems to mirror the <clears throat> the kind of fight against good and evil in the magical world or in the Harry Potter world. So obviously, the Republican Party are you know a borderline sort of fascist. Um, authoritarian force for evil and that's reminiscent of Voldemort and the Death Eaters um, but you obviously also got like the Ministry of Magic the Daily Prophet who are all forces of evil um, reminiscent of people like Rupert Murdoch who we've described as being a Voldemort-like character in our world um, and, and also some of the people in the Republican Party are literally like ghouls and mythical beasts like like I don't know if you guys know who Mitch McConnell is but that's a that guy's a genuine goblin but anyway on the democrat side of things um they are also reminiscent of like the good guys in the harry potter world in my opinion so they're kind of this ramshackle crew of of um unlikable (laughs) unlikely and unlikable heroes i think um the resistance just on Um, that point andrew of the ramshackle crew isn't it like is the magical world tiny or massive because when voldemort (laughs) comes back in like book five 
and they need to come up with like an army to battle it. It's like Ron's mom, Ron's dad. <laughs> Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly the US military, uh, is it? <laughs> 30 wizards totally. And they won from memory. Yeah, they, won. they got up. That dude. was enough. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, <clears throat> well, so yeah, and as you say, on the on the you know, in terms of the, the democratic kind of analogy in the Harry Potter world, you've got Harry, the Weasleys, uh, Dumbledore, Mrs. Fig, these kind of people. Um <laughs> So anyway, but I wanted to talk about a few of the the characters. So Biden is someone, Joe Biden, obviously the leader of the Democrats, Mm -hmm. somebody who I've always thought was a bit of a Dumbledore-like figure, has this kind of initial appearance of of sophistication, but, um, you know, kind of the the more that you hear him speak, the more you realize that he's, he's, number one, a pretty weird dude, um, and also has quite a questionable record, which is true of both of them. Just like Dumbledore, (laughs) yep. Yeah, and actually, also just a little fact: both of them are 115 years old. So that's good as well. So, wait, um, when you say they've all both got a questionable record, does Dumbledore have some Me Too stuff in his past? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's Me Too stuff. I, I haven't seen any specific allegations on that, but I know that there is some question about, you know, is it really the right thing to do to kind of prepare Harry Potter? for slaughter which is kind of what happens at the end of the books like he kind of knows that he needs to die at the end to save the wizarding world and there's some kind of moral questions best there. friends with Grindelwald mm. well, he best slept, mates with Grindelwald he does Harry Potter die at the end well <laughs> wow the, the jury's still out spoilers but um yeah I think he dies and then he doesn't die he comes back or something it's all super magical dude really magical um but anyway, a couple of the other characters. Um, so one of them is Nancy Pelosi, who's the House Speaker for the Democrats. Um, and I don't know if you got... Have you guys seen this footage? Of, uh, there was an interview this week of Nancy Pelosi where in the middle of an interview, um, she was being asked about the whole Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing, about replacing um, how Trump's trying to push a replacement onto the Supreme Court. And just by the way, everyone, this is the Harry Potter podcast that we're on right now. Um, so... <laughs> Um, And she was in the middle of the interview, and then the interviewer says... But to be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. The, uh... I saw that. Like, fully just glitched and rebooted. And it did remind me a little bit of sort of how wizards behave when they're in the real world. I mean, like, Dumbledore behaving kind of psychotically on on Privet Drive in the opening of the book and obviously Hagrid is an odd chap. It just reminded me a little bit of that. But finally, the one thing I wanted to get onto is Congressman Jerry Nadler. Now, have you guys seen the video of Jerry Nadler that's been doing the rounds this week? I have. Maybe, um, well, just a bit of background for Jack who hasn't seen I'll send, it. I'll send it to you now, Jack, on WhatsApp. All right. Yep. I guess all you really need to know is this is at a press conference uh, where Nancy Pelosi is speaking and Jerry Nadler, I don't know how to say this other than he literally shits his pants at the at the press conference. Should I put like, the sound on or watch without sound? Yeah, give us a bit of a commentary. I want to join the distinguished chairman in acknowledging legislation of other members of Congress that are contained in, in the chairman's uh, legislation that they are putting forth uh, uh, and chairwoman's and I also want to acknowledge Maxine Waters is doing some very important work on this subject not part of this package but part of uh, preserving our, our, our democracy with that I'm pleased to yield to the decision what is this? okay so you have to explain That's real. what's happening <laughs> so the only I mean he hasn't officially come out and said that he shut his pants but that is the look of a man who is clearly uh, defecated in his pants and 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 for those that uh, we'll post the video on on Instagram I think but um essentially what happens is they're at this <laughs> we'll press post conference the video on our Instagram like this is God, yeah, maybe this obscure here, congressman shitting himself <laughs> yeah. tell we us will what post you saw that. Jack tell us what you so, saw with fresh eyes so he's uh, up at the lectern and then uh, steps away so that somebody else can speak and then over 30 seconds like shuffles out of frame like a little penguin wobble but really slowly <laughs> with the guiltiest look on his face as well so i so to me this this is the final this is kind of the final nail in the coffin in my opinion this is the irrefutable evidence that wizards are running the show over there because jack you may not be aware of this but a little while ago jk rowling um Literally, she literally said this. She said that the way that wizards 
do their business, right? They don't use toilets like muggles. Really? What they do is... Yeah, this is 100% no, this is, true. Actually, it's on the Pottermore account, which is like the uh, her official uh, Harry Potter website. And she just tweeted this literally apropos of nothing. Like, no one asked <laughs> this question. It wasn't a reply. It was just Why out of the you? blue. She just wrote this. <laughs> yeah, who would ask this? But yeah, she literally said... No, what they do is they just shit themselves and then magic it all away. That's what. But that's they have, what she literally said. They have toilets. Doesn't uh, Myrtle come out of the toilet? That's a great, a great point. point. A great point. <laughs> Something we hadn't even thought of. Well, I mean, I'm only. I have to take the prophet Rowling at her word, but um, she said that that's what they do. And what I reckon do is they at least on, go? Sorry, but there's just no, so no, much to unravel in <laughs> yeah, that. Sorry. Do they at least go somewhere private? To shit themselves and then magic it away, or can they <laughs> do it at like the table? It. No, it seems like a, a hit and run sort of situation. Like going up the stairs, oh, need to go, pop, squat. I think it's magic. just happening. I think they're just kind of walking around doing it. It's just magic. It's sort of just subconscious almost. Just get rid of it. That's fine. Right. So when you see someone like swiping their wand around their bum, that is getting rid of it? I guess so. You'd have to I, say yes. I have to say, though, Andrew, with your theory, though. Seems mm. like if he was a wizard, instead of kind of just standing there for ages, waddling slowly towards off screen, no, no, see, he yeah, might he magic it away. I'm glad you brought this up. See, what I reckon has happened here is Nadler, in his old age, because he is quite you old. This up. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought <laughs> He's that really up. Really put much. a lot of thought into this. So right, yeah, he does just waddle away with that, that guilty, hilarious look on his face. But what I reckon's happened is Nadler is a wizard, right? And so he's sort of fallen into old habits. He's standing there, he shits himself, you know, as they all do. And then he realizes, oh, fuck, like I'm in public. And one of the first rules of magic is you cannot do magic in front of muggles. He's at a press conference. So he shat himself and he goes, oh, shit, I can't get rid of it. So he has to do his little awkward shuffle. That's what it looks like to me. I'm happy to hear other views, but that's what I reckon's happened. (laughs) That could well be it. You know, it's funny. It's a um, tight case. When you mentioned that video, I came across it on Twitter, the vile dog shit website that it is. And so (laughs) I couldn't help but scroll through some of the comments, even though I knew I wasn't going to like what I saw. And it was incredible how many people didn't have anything to say about Jerry Nadler at all, but were just like... um, Oh, that Nancy Pelosi, you know, what a piece of work. Like, she she didn't even wipe his ass in public and change, the, change his undies. Like, the amount of hate that she got, it was astounding. Oh, man. That is male privilege, isn't it? The ability to shit wherever you want and then it's not even yeah. your fault. We've been going for a while. Should we kind of wrap things up? Don't want to take up your entire Sunday, Jack. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but we do have some essential business that we have to take care of every single pod. And the first thing is we need to rate the page. Well, maybe we can let Jack do the honours this week. All right. Is no. it just a star system out of five stars? It's no, out of no, 88. Because no. for some be far reason, too simple. it's out of whatever page it is. Don't know when that started. <laughs> okay, Don't know okay. why. But um, <laughs> thoughts? And just and just to sorry, just before you go, like mm-hmm. I just want to give you a bit of context. I would say on average, we would give the page a sort of two or three out of 88 so use that as your benchmark all right i'll give it an eight out of 88 i think i thought some action happened they i mean they arrived at hogwarts Mm -hmm. hagrid was in it um jerry nadler shat himself so that was good too oh so am i rating the whole episode well, you know, it all happened on the page as well. Far. I, that's too hard I to mean, I loved to we do Ron Ron, so I'll bump it up to 11 out of 88. Very, very good. Huge. Love it. Very, very good. Um, what other orders of the Phoenix do we have to tick off? Uh, we normally come up with a name for the page. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, this is literally the worst part of the podcast. Um, Easily. We normally cut out the 10 minutes where we have to sit here going, <laughs> Harry Potter and the fuck, fuck, fuck. And it's got to be funny. It can't just be like literally Harry Potter and arriving at Hogwarts. I mean, to, debatable how funny they are. Harry Potter and the. That's our only yep. rule. Yeah. I would argue many of them haven't been funny. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of them have been offensive, in my opinion. What about Harry Potter and the Nadler Shat Himself train episode with Jack? How yep. was that? What do you think? That'll do. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, I don't really want my name in all the rest of that title. <laughs> and the special guest. Let's change it to the special guest. Um, yep, very good. That'll do. 
Um, word of the week, crucial of- part of the page. Um, so, Jack, at this point, we count down from three, and then we just say our favorite word over the top of each other. So it's uh, t- entirely unintelligible for the potophiles. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. If you're ready, three, two, one. Frogging. Very good. Uh, <laughs> we really lose a lot of steam at the end of the end of the pod. It's really, really finished with our worst quality stuff. What else have uh, we got? Oh, Dumbledoos and Dumble Don'ts. So, Dumbledoo, use the word thronging, yep. please. Yeah. We implore you to use the word thronging. And also, write in and tell us how you went using the word thronging. How did you use it? Was it well received? Um, and for Dumble Don't, any ideas? Dumble Don't. Shit yourself. Dumble Don't shit love yourself. It. Dumble Don't shit yourself. It's actually way better off if you don't shit yourself, in my experience, too. <laughs> Me too. 100%. I think that's one of those universal kind of messages that um, all the potophiles can live by. Oh, yeah. Oh. Great advice. <laughs> Jack, thank you very much for coming on this pod and wasting your Sunday. Um, it, was a, it was therapeutic, yeah, really, because it it's, was. we're just trapped in this hell of our own making and with no conceivable escape route. And just to bring someone in, it's like a... What's that thing? Like a, a problem... Shit, yeah, problem problem or some shit. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And now I've made it real for you. It's not just a nightmare anymore. It's like now there's a connection to your real world. Um, Mm. This is it's the the podcast exists. It's real. Yeah, that's it. It'll never be the same. Uh, Well, thanks for having me, guys. Oops, sorry. I just said thanks for having me. We are really going for a Peter out at the end, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry. People have come to come to know and love our shitty endings. Hey, um, is there anything you want to plug before we? Because I, you know, the amount of traffic you'll get from being on this pod, do not waste it. Um, please go to town. This is the opportunity of a lifetime, Jack. Right now, are you going to capture it or let it slip? Uh, I will. Uh, I will plug my own podcast, Jackie Road Studios. People can listen to it every Monday. Is this a Monday podcast? Come out on Tuesday. a Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday, right. Uh, takes a day and a half to edit it, does it? All those uh, <laughs> <laughs> all those malfunctions. It's pretty hard. Uh, yeah, so Jackie Rose Studios. And then, yeah, I'm on the Chris Show, Cotton Breakfast Show, which is a podcast as well, and the Hamish and Andy podcast. And the awesome. um, I just listened to the uh, the Jimmy Eat World one of Jackie, Jackie Rose Studios. That was fucking sick. He oh, was thanks, a legend. Yeah. I had the lead singer of Jimmy Eat World, the guy who wrote The Middle. No that way. is awesome. Yeah, that's cool. That was one of my dad's favorite songs. I have no idea why, but he just fucking loved the middle. Not an emo fan usually, but um, yeah, big fan of Jimmy Eat World. All right. Did Don't that make try. it hard for you to get into similar music? Because it's like, oh, me and my dad got the same CD collection. <laughs> yeah, we've both got Jimmy Eat World tattoos on our legs. Um, it's pretty cool. Um all right. Well, thanks again, everyone. Thanks to the Potophiles. Check out the Instagram. You can find that video of Jerry Nadler shitting himself. Um, <laughs> and check out Jack's pods. Thanks, guys. Uh, Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye, everyone. See ya. <laughs>